You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome into Hump Day Edition of Inside the Locker Room. I had to roll up in here on two wheels, uh, this morning. A little, a little bit behind, uh, this morning. 205-342-9904 is the phone number. You want to jump in on the show with us this morning. The Twitter or X or whatever you call that these days, uh, at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1 email. For the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. You can also download the Tide 100.9 app to the smartphone. You got a little chat box up in the right if you want to send a message through that. You also could send it uh, to our Twitter account at Locker Room 109. We can see that there as well. Uh, before we get started, we want to thank our great friend uh, Jimmy Rain in Yellowwood. It's that time of year again. The honeydew list is growing and the projects are adding up, especially with the holiday season. Uh, Jenny was talking about now it's time to start decorating for Christmas. Uh, the time is right to build your new fence deck pergola. You've been dreaming about and there's no better product than to build with a Yellowwood brand pressure treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks. So it's no wonder, uh, your project will last for years. Head down to your local dealer, go to yellowwood.com to do that. And always remember if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want to. We got Wyatt and Noah behind the glass this morning helping us out. I think I saw every single kid in Tuscaloosa at my house last night. Our neighborhood had thousands of kids that seemed like in there trick or treating. So, uh, it was, uh, every time you go sit back down to watch the World Series, the doorbell would ring again. That game was kind of a dud last night, Dad. Uh, good morning. How are yeah, you this morning? Yeah, was a dud. Yeah. Uh, fine, doing fine. Um, I'll talk about my yesterday after a while. Um, with my players coming to see me. Uh, the game was the, the Rangers won 11 to 7, as Barry mentioned. And Central Michigan beat Northern Illinois, which is no big deal, 37 31. Toledo won 31 13, and, and Rangers won. Um, let me let me make the comment about uh, about the selections yesterday. Most of you know Ohio State. You probably already know it. Ohio State one, Georgia two, Michigan three, and, and Florida State four, Washington five, Oregon six, Texas seven, Alabama eight, Oklahoma nine, Ole Miss ten. Um, that's fine, and they, they, that's where they select them. That's okay. You have to remember before this before this gets started, before we get into the playoff system of who's going to be in there. Number one's going to play number thirty three. Ohio's going to state's going to play Michigan, so that's going to be that's going to be a, a change there. Washington, who's number five, is going to play Oregon, so that's going to be a change there. Uh, uh, number seven, Texas, is going to play number nine, o- Oklahoma, so that's going to be a change there. So these are these are. Uh, what I would refer to as temporary, and there'd be some surprises, some temporary pickings here. Uh, 
they, I guess they did okay picking them. Uh, Barry can give his opinion on them in just a second. But uh, that's really the, 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 the big thing everybody's talking about. Basketball will soon start. and We'll, we'll get to some basket, more basketball people. But uh, we have Ron Higgins on today uh, who knows a lot about LSU and uh, visited with him about, you know, why they score so many points and so, so, so. Really, Barry. That's that's really about all I have. All right. Yeah. That uh, World Series. I, this is not a very good World Series. Oh, no, it's terrible. It was uh, ten to nothing. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah. I got my golf cart. Jenny and them were out. And there's a the chain. We have a guy in our neighborhood called the Chainsaw Man, and he comes out with a chainsaw eventually late, and they just they just get up there and. I'll send you the video of Mac when that guy cranked that t- chainsaw. Uh, Mac's not the swiftest of foot, but he showed he can run a little faster than he does. So when that <laughs> chainsaw cranked up, uh, yeah. So Ohio State. Now I was thinking about this morning. I think you said it. You know, does adding Texas and Oklahoma does it really help you that much? I think you end up beating each other up. So, like, if Alabama, if if Texas were in the SEC now, Alabama would have one SEC loss uh, already with, with LSU coming in. I, my fear is is you got your schedule is going to be so tough, and maybe it's because they're going to go to 12 teams, so that will take care of it. But now you're going to beat each other up, so you two and three losses is that a positive thing to have so many good teams where you just chew each other up during the regular season? I'm not sure that it is. Uh, well, it's good and bad. I think it's good in the fact that people have uh, games with rivalries and they come and sell it out and, and, and the schools make money during that time. It is tough on the coaches, I guess. But uh, as far as them, you know, putting a, a good game out there, um, it, it's going to be that way so gonna be interesting to see if they go if they stay with the eights or go to nines uh i've kind of not involved in it but kind of been keeping up with it pretty close uh there's 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 some people uh in the league who that are football people who don't want them to go to nine and the reason they don't is because it gives them an opportunity to uh play some non-conference teams they're going to beat and go to a bowl um, that's, that's I, 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 I disagree with people. I, I don't really think the South Florida game had anything to do with where Alabama's None ranked. So uh, it, it, it's the eye test. If you watch Oregon yeah. play, they look better. Uh, sure. If you watch Washington's undefeated, Texas beat them. So the reason they're number eight is because those other teams have looked better. Uh, and, and five of them are undefeated. So And then the Oregon's look better and Texas beat you. So you're... I think Alabama probably got about as good as you could get. Uh, at I think point. they did. You can't you can't move Texas. Uh, you think make move Texas below Alabama when Texas has played them head to head? Because they said yesterday in the meeting and the thing with Reese is that you know head to head count. And I think it does counts a lot, regardless of whether you like it or not. I mean, you may have your quarterback hurt, regard whatever. Head to head is a is a big deal. Yeah. Especially if you win on somebody's home field. Yeah. Uh, Especially so, uh, so anyway, and, and Steve Sarkeesian, and he may be right, uh, although I would argue that Washington has the best win, but 
He says that Texas has the best win of the year, oh, yeah. knocking yeah. off Alabama. Yeah, right. he knows that there. He knows that there. There's a slippery slope there where he might not get in the Final Four. He made the more the media to know that they came, they came into Tuscaloosa where most people come in and lose. And uh, what a great win that was! And I think I don't blame him. I would have. I would have punched that too. Yeah. So they did throw out the, and I, I'll find it the bracket if it was a twelve yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, which. Alabama and Oklahoma. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Uh, that, that, that'll be fun when they do get there. All right, let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline and we'll get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Morning, Bear. Morning, Coach. How are y'all? Good, okay. Bear. How are you? I'm good. Uh, <clears throat> let me ask you uh, something, Bear. I got two questions this morning. Okay. Uh, the first one is, do you and your basketball team, will y'all be playing in any kind of like tournament before the season really gets down and gets going real good in your uh, like area games and so forth. We're actually playing in three. We're playing uh, in one three days prior to Thanksgiving up at Thompson High School. Uh, then I'm actually going up to Dad's old stomping grounds right before Christmas and playing up there. And then right after Christmas, I'm playing another one at Hoover at Hoover. Up at Hoover High School, a three-day tournament, 28th, 29th, 30th. I, I was wondering during Thanksgiving holidays. With, Thompson. Uh, we play at Thompson. Uh, is there. that during the holidays? Well, it's, yeah, it's that three days prior to Thanksgiving, that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll be playing up at Thompson. Oh, okay. I was thinking maybe the days after, but uh, that would probably be kind of hard to organize. Yeah, well, those parents will start growling at you because they like to go away for Thanksgiving. So uh, Right, right. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to check because yeah. I was going to try to uh, try to make one of them and see your team play if I could. Yeah, but uh, maybe other opportunities will uh, come around. Sure. Thank you. What else you got? Uh, well, I was going to ask you, this is probably corny, but I was going to bring it up anyway. Uh, is Bill Cameron, he comes on on Wednesdays, right? He does. <clears throat> and this is this is kind of crazy. If it is, I, I trust y'all to tell me. I wanted you to talk to uh, Bill about something that I noticed. Uh, a person sent me a uh, video of uh, of the halftime show by the Auburn band at the Ole Miss game. Have you seen that? I have not. It is worth the time to go find it and watch it. They did a show that I tell you what, I've never seen. I've seen one other show that I would rate up there that high. And it was uh, Alabama and Orange Bowl way, way back in the day when they were marching on the field at the halftime and they did a score. Uh, I formed a score with the band of everybody Alabama had beat that year, like 10 to nothing and 12 to all this kind of stuff. And it was an outstanding show, but I, I finally saw one that I would write right up there with it with the Auburn band this year at, at Ole Miss at halftime. And I wanted you to bring it up to Bill and tell him you got a caller that saw that and wanted the word to get out to the people responsible. How, what an outstanding job that was. I'll, the, ask, uh, I'll, I'll ask him about it. Sure will. The, the, the choreography and all that, it was unbelievable. And uh, they had lights on their instruments, on their hat, and on their shoulders 
and it it was unbelievable. Very entertaining. Hmm. Okay, I'll ask him for sure. Yeah, and I was telling that to pass along whoever whoever did that to the the, the director and the kids and all. It was so good. I'll tell him. What else you got, my, What else you got, sir? Anything else? Uh, that's it. Uh, you're right about the World Series. I'm so disappointed in it. It, uh, it it's the craziest thing. Home team ain't winning nothing. Road team won everything. How did you get down to where you're in game? Uh, I guess last night was game four, and you're having to throw a bullpen game in the World Series. That they were going to have a guy come in and throw the first inning. That's it. That's are your is your pitching staff that. Depleted? How do you even make it to the World Series like that? If you, I don't know. It's just it beats all everything. Everything's topsy turvy, and I can't figure nothing out. And of course, I, I wasn't real good at it before, but um, I, I don't know. It, it's just it, it just ain't right. Something ain't right about it. Yeah, because uh, you know the Braves are a lot better than the than these teams. I know they just can't get there. And, 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 and you know Philadelphia's better than uh the <clears throat> diamond back, but it didn't work out that way. Nope. I don't know what it is. Nope. Nope. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, see you. Thank you. All right, uh, we'll take this break here. We'll get back. We'll uh, take your phone calls, 205-342-9904. If you want to uh, get your cleaning done, but you want to make it easy on you, use Royal Cleaners. They got a delivery service. They'll come to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back if you want to drop off. University Boulevard. Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. Take those uh, warm clothes now that you need to go ahead and get clean because it's time to start wearing those those uh, warm clothes. So get them out to get them clean. 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you, pick it up, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you drop off today, you can pick up tomorrow. Royal Cleaners. Once again, 205-391-0034. Three, four. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on 2059 westbound at Mercedes exit 89. You can expect delays there. Everything else looks good around town. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. It's a brand new month. That means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Wednesday morning. The new safety precautions put into effect on the strip west of the UA campus for home football weekends has proven to be effective. TPD Major Kip Hart tells reporters arrest and traffic congestion is down from last year. They've also had fewer firearms incidents and confrontations on the strip. Click TuscaloosaThread.com throughout the day. It's absolutely free for local news, sports, and weather coverage. I'm Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Join Tide 100.9, Tide 100. Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny and cool today, Tuscaloosa's high in the middle 50s, around 54. Another freeze likely tonight, fair with a low at 32. For tomorrow and Friday, sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow is 61, the high Friday 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Welcome back. 
side, two inside the locker room. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Dad, what are the – and I want somebody to call in and they could give me um, a stat or – I don't even know how to word this. This is one of the most incredible things uh, that I've found out happened in the state of Alabama athletics. Bayside Academy. You guys, you ever heard of Bayside Academy? Uh, Wyatt's shaking his head. Yes, he's heard of Bayside Academy. Dad, you ever heard of Bayside Academy? Uh, I think so. I'm You're down sure in the Mo- sure Mobile is. area. Mobile. Yeah. Um, our, uh, Northridge has a really good volleyball team and Bayside Academy put them out, uh, last week, but, uh, North, Northridge really good in volleyball. Bayside Academy. Lost yesterday. I guess it. I don't know if it's the semifinals or what. They lost to Mountain Brook. Do you know that Bayside Academy? This is amazing to me. Has won twenty. Had won twenty-one straight state championships in girls volleyball. Twenty-one straight. Yeah. That is amazing to me. That you twenty-one straight. And Mountain Brook knocked, uh, knocked them off and they keep moving them up classifications. If you win, they'll bump you up, bump you up. I, I guess that's what they were playing. I guess 6A, uh, now. I don't, is that better than John Wooden's record? 21 straight? That's amazing to me. Uh, double check me on that, Wyatt. Maybe, did I hear that wrong? Reading it right here. 21 straight state volleyball championships. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was worth. You're not as amazed as I am, Dad. Twenty-one straight. Yeah, I'm amazed, Dad. I think it's a heck of a heck of a. You know what happens? You start you you start uh, it, you start playing, and all of a sudden you win one. Other people, but other people who are not interested in volleyball begin to want to play too, because you're winning, and it, and it escalates on you. And the smaller school, well, not smaller school, but a you know, not humongous school. It, it just, you know, rotates into to something like that. That's unbelievable. But uh, that should be a national story. Twenty-one straight. I mean, think about think about. Well, I think it's like somebody you know who's twenty-one years old. Or every year they've been. Bo- you're twenty-one years. Old. So every year you were born, they won the state championship. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought it was amazing. Tell me any feat that's better than that, and I'll. Yeah. It'd be hard. All right, get to the uh, Yellowwood uh, hotline and get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Philip. Good morning, guys. Hope y'all are good. We are. Come on, Philip. 21 straight volleyball championships. That's amazing. I actually missed what you were asking there, Barry. I was, I was Bayside, calling in. Bayside Academy down in Mobile, they lost yesterday to Mountain Brook. They had won 21 straight state championships in volleyball. That, to me, is one of the most amazing stats ever. Oh yeah, straight. yeah. So. That's that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. Mm. And Mountain Brook beat them. They did yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an outstanding program too, right there, though, man. Um. Um. This these these rankings, uh, Barry, went there. It's going to be a mess. Um. What Alabama's got to hope for, I guess, Barry and Wimp. This is, I say, it's a mess of what Alabama's got to hope for is that somebody knocks off Georgia before the SEC championship game, I would think. And and if Ole Miss is the one to do it, then what's that going to do to Ole Miss's ranking? What, is that going to somersault them 
into contention for the Final Four. Uh, it's a mess. I think Alabama got about as good as you could hope they're right at eight right now. Uh, they need Texas to lose. Uh, well, yeah, I haven't looked at their schedule. FSU's got Pitt, Miami, North Alabama, and Florida left. Yeah. Um, out of out of those, and all those are, uh, you know, Pitt and Miami is, uh, not, you know, the, no telling what you'll get there. Um, Michigan and Ohio State are going. Whoever wins that game is is probably going to. Be in, but then they've got a playoff too. I just didn't think Ohio State looked all that great the other day. Well, yeah, it, it, as I said, you have the three playoffs. You have five playing six, and and you have Michigan, and you have Oregon and Washington playing, and you have uh, uh, Oklahoma and Texas playing. So you've got the three games where the people in the top ten uh, mm-hmm. have three games. Yeah. One thing we know for sure. You know, one thing I heard, I heard, I heard a guy criticizing the ACC uh, yesterday. Well, if I remember correctly, the ACC whooped up on the SEC in the head-to-head matchups when they played them. I know Florida State knocked off LSU and North Carolina beat Sacramento. If you go down the list, uh, the ACC uh, has done pretty well. And Louisville sitting there 7-1. to So Florida State may have to play Louisville uh, in the... Uh, ACC championship game. We'll see if that that holds. We've up. got uh, we've got eight teams, seven and one, and uh, we're going to have uh, the games that I've talked about. You're going to have more than that with one loss because somebody's going to lose. But it's going to be a head to head deal at the end of the year, and that person that loses that head to head the end of the year is going to be out of the final four. Well, one thing's for certain, guys: Alabama's just got to win out. That's all they can do. Yeah, you lose one, you're done. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm still I'm still holding firm on my line. I think Alabama's got to get up around forty to win that game Saturday. Uh, oof, that'd be a shootout. Um, and that that's not good. <laughs> that's that's not good. Uh, no. That's a lot of points. Uh, so um, we'll see. Barry, Bar- are you going to that late night affair? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not started, it, it, basketball's right around the corner and. Uh, it starts getting cold at night. Nah, I ain't going. Unless somebody wants to give me some box tickets. Somebody wants to give me a couple box <laughs> tickets, I'll go. You don't ask for much to go. <laughs> I got, I got a couple people that listen. They always get mad when I ask for stuff. They say I always want stuff free, but I learned that from the best. So years ago, we could have gone, man. We just started to happen in. They raised their prices up about 700 bucks a night. Philip, I want you to help me with this. I wanted to ask you and Dad this, and I thought it when I saw it, and and now it's becoming a story. Travis Kelsey, uh, you know, Mister Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. You look up Friday night, and he is at the uh, Rangers D back game. Uh, it's in Texas now, and uh, they, it shows him drinking out of a big bottle of wine or something, champagne or something, and he's there. Well. They play in Denver on Sunday. And so uh, Shannon Sharp's come out and said that he thought it was a bad look uh, to see you at the World Series game when your team's got a game, uh, an NFL game in Denver on Sunday. So he's getting a lot of criticism for it. Some people are saying he's a grown man as long as he didn't miss practice and all. But I think he owes it to his teammates. Uh, you got to get rest. You don't need to be out at the World Series game in a whole other state. Do you guys have a problem with that? I, I do. I, I think he, I think it's wrong uh, for him to be there. Some people 
saying he's a grown man, he can do whatever he wants. What do you guys think, Dad? What do you think? Is that bad? Well, you know I got a problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think like I do. Uh, I think it's bad. Philip, you think it's bad or is it okay? It'll be real bad if he loses. They did lose. Oh, okay, okay. I thought something about uh, something coming up. No, I'm saying he was at the uh, game Friday. Yeah. He was in at the Texas Ranger game Friday night, yeah. and they played yeah. the Broncos on Sunday, and they got beat. Yeah, that, that, that ain't good. <laughs> yeah. That ain't good. That'd be like our guys doing something like that the night before the LSU game. Yeah, I just think it's uh, I think it's selfish to be quite honest with you. And she wasn't. Yeah, really well, anybody, but. Anyway. You, you talk about a boring story. That is a boring story. Good God. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, Paul. Um, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, Dad. I just think you, you know, you out on Friday night in, in Texas and the games in Denver, and you live in Kansas City, so you're having to catch a plane. I mean, you're uh, in the middle of your football season here. You need rest and all those kind of things. I think it's a bad look, uh, personally. So you do agree with me on that. Yeah, and I don't care who he's dating either. <laughs> how was? Well, we don't have time to really find out how your day went yesterday. But we'll do a talk went, about my, my day yesterday went really good. Did it? Yeah, farmer called me uh, before uh, they went down there and uh, said they were looking forward to it. So I hope you got it. All right, uh, we'll take this break and we'll get Ron Higgins in. We'll talk about the LSU Tigers. Nobody can break them down better than. Ron Higgins. We'll find out if he thinks this is going to be a shootout. Two-minute truck there at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth. Be where it's local, out of state, or you just need them to come move stuff around the house. They'll do it for you. 205-247-5050. That's two-minute truck. Movers, who care? Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on 2059 westbound at Mercedes, exit 89. You can expect delays there. Everything else looks good around town. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. It's a brand-new month. That means brand-new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. I'm Gavin Ray. Built to win. Built for championships. Well, intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide take on LSU at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Our coverage begins at 3.30 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. When Dad and I want to know anything LSU Tigers, we go uh, to Ron Higgins. He knows them inside and out. And we get right to the Yellowwood Hotline and bring Ron in. Good morning, Ron. How are you? Hey, Ron. I'm good. Hey, y'all. Good morning, guys. We're good. Appreciate you being on this early. Um, 
tell our listeners besides the quarterback, I know I know about him. What make what what makes uh, LSU so efficient offensively that they're the leading uh, scoring team in the country? Well, what I, I know the quarterback makes up, but what else? What else with LSU could we can we look at? Well, I mean, uh, they have a, a variety of, of receiving options. I mean, they have uh, the nation's leader in receiving yards, Malik Neighbors. Uh, uh, their number two receiver is the leads the nation in receiving TDs, uh, okay. Brian Thomas. Uh, uh, their tight end, uh, the guy who caught the two-point conversion pass last year to beat Alabama, is uh, uh, a hell of a tight end. They have uh, a good offensive line that, that – uh, hasn't had very many penalties. Uh, and the biggest addition really is that they found a, uh, they have like two or three running backs they can use, but their main guys, a, a Notre Dame transfer they got this year, Logan Diggs. Uh, he's originally signed with Brian Kelly uh, uh, two, three years ago, and, and was Notre Dame was number two back. And he, he's from New Orleans, and he transferred back this year. And uh, he's done a really good job of uh, running the ball. He's like, Average like 90 yards a game, and uh, he doesn't fumble. He gets tough yardage on third downs. Uh, so offensively, just have a, a variety of weapons they use. Daniels has gotten the quarterback has gotten uh, just a, a lot, lot, lot better uh, uh, at reading defenses. He's put in more work in the film room, uh, a ton more work. Uh, he understands the, the the position a lot better now. He goes through his reads, and then this is his natural athletic ability. He is a fast, fast, fast quarterback. Uh, when he gets out of the pocket, uh, yeah, we he's, as, he's as fast as some receivers. Uh, so their offensive line is is that good? Because you know Alabama's good defensively. The best thing they do. The offensive line is a uh, is, is certainly one of the best in 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 the league. No doubt. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and also, they're getting one of the, a guy who missed their last game. One, they're uh, they're a right offensive tackle. Their their tackles are sophomores, but they, they they started mostly all of last year as freshmen. So they're uh, they're solid. They have I think they have a, uh, uh, you know they have a, I think a junior or a senior at a uh, at center a senior at center. I get uh, you know uh, their guards are are, are are juniors. They're veterans. They have a veteran offensive line, but even their sophomores, the tackles, have now probably started almost 20, uh, you know, more than 20 college games, and they're very good. Uh, probably their, their best athletes on the line. So, so uh, yeah, before, yeah, before Barry gets yeah. it, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe Barry will ask you this too. I don't want to hog it up. Uh, uh, why have they been so inefficient on defense? Uh, terrible cornerback play. Awful. Awful, 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 uh, and they, they 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 probably experimented too much early in the year with uh, jumping in and out of a three four defense and a four three defense. Now they're sticking with a four three. Uh, it's kind of settled in some. Their, their defensive linemen are playing better. Uh, they lost a defensive coach in the preseason that uh, he got yeah. sick, and uh, we don't know his illness, but he must be pretty ill. Uh, yeah. And uh, they tried to put some temporary guys in there, which they have. But uh, then they, uh, uh, after the Ole Miss game, they brought in Pete Jenkins, who's uh, 
former you know, eight, uh, LSU assistant coach. He's a, he's a defensive line guru. Colleges hire him all the time. Mm-hmm. Pros do. Good fundamental guy. He, he's helped their line. So the fact is that the back end of their of their defense is awful. And it's it just gets worse. I mean, every week they finally found one guy who can actually, you know, cover receivers and locate balls in there when they're thrown. But he got hurt the last game. So now, basically, going to the Alabama game, they're uh, they're stuck with basically three untested freshmen and a sophomore. That, that's mm-hmm. that's their cornerbacks. Okay, that's it. Uh, there, there's no other way out. Uh, three transfers they have. One of them is hurt, and two are in Kelly's doghouse, haven't played in probably three weeks. He's not saying what what happened with them. Uh, they honestly, they weren't that good to start with. Uh, so. That's where LSU's uh, uh, defense is. This is why they they simply have to outscore people. Okay. They can't stop them. They okay. really can't. I mean, I mean, yeah, they 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 shout out Army, but Army is not very good. But they really can't stop people. If you look at, I mean, you look at their scores in their games, it's, it's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, yeah, they they they've gotten better since the uh, Missouri game. Uh, but then again, you haven't played anybody that mean I mean Auburn struggles offensively. Army's no good. And so if you when you play an offense it's it's halfway decent with talent, uh, they're gonna score an LSU. Uh, and again, it comes down to for LSU to win games uh, they, their defense their defensive front seven have to play well to cover up the deficiencies of the of the uh, of the secondary. Okay. Uh, we're talking with Ron Higgins. Uh, Ron, has LSU used Harold Perkins differently this year? I know he's got 19 sacks. I'm here uh, looking. I hear people talking about they're dropping him in coverage, uh, and he was a nightmare, I think, maybe for a lot of teams last year. What, what is the deal with Perkins? They, they, they finally settled him at a, at a, a kind of like a, a rush linebacker, a rush in. But he also does, he also does cover uh, pass coverage, and he has probably – Look, honestly, it, there's times that he could, he can play cornerback. He's that fast, uh, and he has covered well. And and honestly, the the, the play that turned LSU's defensive season in the right direction, at least the last few games, was him making an interception against Missouri uh, in the first half. And since then, I mean, LSU's defense has been better, but they they've kind of settled him in, in the, instead of. Having him put them all over the place, it kind of settled them in, in, in you know in, in one position, and whether it was like every game they they put them in a position to suit the offense they were playing against, and, and honestly, it was just it was it was too confusing for him, too much information. Uh, he's just a great athlete; you just turn him loose and let him go play. Uh, and so he's been much better the last couple of games, uh, much better, uh, uh, and he has settled in. And I think he's a lot more comfortable than he has been. Like early in the year, they, early in the year they tried to put a middle linebacker, and that, that just didn't work. Uh, as, as fast as he is, and as good as he is, uh, he just got caught up in too much traffic in the middle at middle linebacker, and he couldn't make the plays that he was making last year. And so they, they finally figured it out. You know, it took him a while, uh, even though a lot of us felt like, why aren't they moving this guy? But he, he, they're just killing him. Uh, once they once they moved him out of that, moved him to a uh, you know 
away from the middle of the defense to put him on, you know, put him at the ends and stuff like that. He's been great. I mean, and he's so fast that he can get to almost any play from wherever he is. Uh, that That's the beauty of, of, of Perkins. And so, but he is, he is great in pass coverage. It's, it's amazing. Uh, uh, how, how fast he is. He can take on tight ends. He can take on running backs. I've seen him cover wide receivers. Uh, uh, he's, a, he's a freak athlete, but they finally finally use him the right way. Um, how are they against the run? I, I don't, I mean, I know uh, Milrow can throw a deep ball, but I wouldn't say passing uh, his strength is his strength. Um, we have a lot of people. We have one guy calling. He thinks this is going to be a, a both Alabama has to score over 40 uh, to beat LSU. Do you see this being that kind of shootout, Ron? I went on, on Saturday night. I mean, I think from LSU standpoint, they think they got to score. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think LSU goes in every game thinking the offense thinks we got to score as many points as possible. Uh, can you run on LSU? Yeah, you can run on LSU. I mean, I mean, if you, if, if I mean, and if, if uh, they lost the one, they're, they're the, Best defensive tackles for the year this week, uh, Makai Wingo. Uh, but they did replace him with a guy who's greatly out as the best defensive tackle they've had this year, Jordan Jefferson, a transfer from Virginia. So that's kind of a, a wash there. Uh, can you run on LSU? I mean, teams have, yeah. Have they done it consistently? Not really. But, you know, I always look at Alabama that, that you know, no matter, I know Alabama's line hasn't been great this year. I, I know that. Uh, but I always think that's that's Alabama's uh, go-to is you know we're gonna we're gonna run the ball on you. I mean that means if all else fails, we we have to run the ball. And I think to me, uh, I mean most uh, most teams have runs for anywhere from like one thirty to one one forty on LSU a game. Uh, Ole Miss went crazy; they ran, they ran for three hundred seventeen yards and three touchdowns. Uh, that was a game the LSU's defense was, a, it was, a, it was the worst game I've ever seen LSU defense play. Uh, uh, but again, the LSU really has to stop the run. I think they would want to make Milrow pass. And I know, I know Milrow, I mean, obviously his passing touches improved. I mean, he throws a deep ball well. And God knows the LSU gives up deep balls. They, they, they've given big plays this year because uh, of, of coverage bust and and the simple fact the defenders can't locate the ball in the air when it's coming toward the receiver. Uh, uh, but again, they have freshman defensive backs running this thing. Was that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Uh, the, the the one freshman who has played a lot has played really well. And honestly, the veterans, uh, the transfers they got have, have been very haven't been very good at all. So it's a for Kelly, for Brian Kelly, it's like, look, these are the guys we got to go with this week. Uh, you know, we don't look at them as freshmen anymore. They're eight or nine games in. They know how we play. They know what we do. And uh, I think he's, I think he understands, but they got to score some points. They really do. I mean, the feeling around here is you got to score 40 this week to beat Alabama. Mm. You see Nick Saber? Do you see Nick Saber's defense giving up forty? Uh, no, I don't. I don't, I don't see Nick. I don't see Alabama losing. I'll say, look, we know Saban only lost two in a row in consecutive years to the same team twice since he's been there. 
met this for less miles, which I still can't figure out. <laughs> and uh, and to Hugh Freeze, as long as you coaches and beat him two years in a row. Uh, and I just think it's hard to beat Nick twice, two years in a row. I just do. Yeah. Uh, uh, would they give up forty? Well, Joe Burrow's not in the house. I know that, so that that's a, that's a good thing for Alabama. Uh, is LSU capable of putting forty up on Alabama? Yes, they are. Their offense is that good. But probably the best way to stop LSU is to really, I guess, plug plug the running game and take your chances with Daniel throwing the ball. He's been great throwing the ball. They've got a lot of good receivers. Uh, and you also got to take Daniels away as a runner. Uh, where he, sure really, huh. he really kills you is uh, you think you got him in a good down and distance from third down to third and 15. And you pressure him, and he busts loose for a 20-yard run. And he can, he can run 20 yards in a blink. I mean, I mean, he, he is the fastest LSU quarterback that they've ever, ever, ever had. And he can get you 20 yards in an absolute blink, and you, you can't touch him. Uh, uh, he's finally learned the last couple of games to slide a little bit and sort of take on tacklers. He says, has a tendency to do that because he wants to win so bad. He, he tries to fight for every yard, but sometimes it's not the best idea. Uh, but like I said, I mean, they, they, they feel like they have to score that much to beat Alabama. They, uh, I know Alabama, this hasn't been a typical Alabama team. But you know what? They're still leading the West. <laughs> <laughs> They're right there. Uh, that's... Uh, I, I know you've gone over them. I think we've asked you good questions. You've gone over the game press because you can go over it. Um, what's the comparison fan wise with with Coach Save with with Nick and and with a, with a, uh, a coach that's there now from Notre Dame? Is there is there a comparison yeah, between the two? I'm sorry. Yeah, they're very much so. They're very much alike in the sense that uh, they're comfortable in their own skin. They 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 uh, they have, they have a tried and true method of how they win. They have yeah. you know, they have their Philosophies in place. Right. Uh, they, they don't, you know, they're able to adapt, but they still stick to their philosophies. I think they're a lot, they're a lot alike. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. And, and, yeah. and just talking to them, they're a lot alike. If you ask them a question, they give you a detailed, common sense answer that, that, that you understand. About, ask them a specific about their team, but why you do this, their philosophy, or whatever. And and, and, and it's not hard for them to give, to give an answer that, that you know, it's logical and you know and and makes sense and yeah. both of them are a lot alike that way. But I tell you what, both of them, I know Kelly has a ton of respect for Nick. He does. I mean, he was talking this week how just uh, uh, the way Nick has been able to adapt with different coordinators. He goes, "It's amazing." He goes, I, I, "It's absolutely amazing how he does that." Uh, and so, yeah, there's a uh, Brian has a lot of respect for Nick. Yeah, that's why he went for two last year because he didn't think you know he thought. You know, I'll ne- if I'm ever in this position against Nick, I'm going to go for two and try to win the game. But I'll, I'll yeah. be in that position again. That's that was his philosophy. One other thing about that, uh, Tommy Reese. Um, I mean, Tommy, uh, what about uh, him? Him not going to LSU? Coaches, uh, coaches feeling, coach Kelly's feeling about him. But you know, I know he's very careful to what he says. Has he been? Has uh, he been questioned about that? Yeah, I mean. He never really saw why Tommy didn't go with him, but obviously, I mean, he, he loves Tommy Reese. I mean, he's been talking about him quite a bit this week, how 
how, how smart he is. He, he says, you know, how, how competitive he is. I mean, he played quarterback for Kelly. Uh, and I think he really liked him as an offensive coordinator. Uh, I mean, when Tommy decided to not come, he, he, uh, Brian went back to a guy who has been his coordinator before Notre Dame, who's a Cincinnati, and the guy's been great. So I think he's happy with the guy he's got. And he's, yeah. uh, he is, I mean, and, and, and he loves Tommy Ray, still does. I mean, he still has a lot of respect for him. And, uh, you know, uh, again, it was nothing but compliments for Tommy Reese this week. And even the open date, we asked him about it. And he was the same thing. It's just like, uh, he, he loves the guy. He really does. And okay. whether the guy's with him, I'm always going to love yeah. him. Uh, uh, Ron, how much did, uh, LSU spent on that lady's uh, locker room over there. They showed the video of that new women, women's basketball locker room. Oh, my it had goodness. Probably had, had to be over a million, but they had a donor do it. It's, it's, you know, Wimp, it's amazing what you get when you win national championship. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, the, it, yeah, along with that. Yeah, it's, uh, Did you yeah, see they, that they, place, Dad? Yeah, you know, no, man, I just heard like about it. Yeah. They'll, they'll be mad. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna take Dale's name off the floor if he if she wins another championship. <laughs> She'll get her name on there eventually. Uh, they're oh, loaded yeah. again. It's uh, already been a big stink about they're, it. They're, they're yeah. ridiculous to watch. They, they're just they're, they're just they're just so loaded with talent, and and the talent knows how to play together. Uh, pretty. Uh, they're gonna be hard to beat this year, yeah. even more so than last year. But that doesn't guarantee them a national championship. But they're better than last year's team. Right off the bat. Is the uh, the men's team any better basketball? I think they will be. Uh, he had time to actually recruit this year and uh, have a philosophy going into the recruiting season. Okay. And then, uh, you know, I mean, last year after you know after Will Wade got fired, it was like a uh, I think ten scholarships, top ten scholarship players left, three to the pros, seven to the transfer portal. And he just threw people in there, and it looked like that with the way they played last year. They were awful. Uh, yeah, indeed. didn't have much cohesion. Uh, didn't look like SEC athletes. He's got some nice looking athletes this year. Uh, uh, four of them are from the former Louisiana high school players, but they are good at. They're good players. He's got a big kid from Nevada who's a, a, a seven foot, a nice post player. Has really good hands. Nice passer. Uh, a true back to the basket guy. Uh, so he's got some decent pieces. Good. But again, that. It's you know, I think it's SEC. Everybody goes out and shops now, improves every year. Sure. So we'll see. Yeah. Alabama plays them twice. Yeah, All right. Yeah, they were picked thirteenth in the league uh, yeah. in preseason. That's probably that's good. That's probably huh. that's probably fair going in. Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. So, uh, I think their ceiling probably uh, is is getting to the NIT. That'd okay. be their ceiling. Okay. All right, uh, Ron. Before we let you go, uh, who wins this football game uh, here? Say, it sounds like to me you're leaning towards Alabama. Yeah, I think Alabama wins the shootout. I think it'll be 37, like 37, 34, 37, 31, something like that. LSU's going to score. Uh, I mean, and they, they, they don't, uh, I'll be surprised because that'll be the first time this year they put NF on offense at all. But also, I know what they give up. And if, if Alabama's quarterback doesn't connect for at least two or three deep touchdowns on them, I'll be, I'll be stunned because that's LSU's MO this year. They cannot, uh, they can get you in a great down and distance and and just get killed. <laughs> That's pretty much LSU. <laughs> Ron, tell everybody where they can find your stuff over there uh, in Louisiana. Uh, you go to Shreveport, uh, uh, bojajournal.com. Uh, That's uh, 
um, uh, website I work for. I also have vronhiggins.com on website. And I'm on Twitter at Ron Higg, R-O-N-H-I-G-G. Thank you, Ron. Thanks, Ron. Thank Good job. All right. I right. uh, appreciate you. Uh, Ron Higgins picking uh, Alabama to knock off LSU. He thinks it'll be a shootout as well. Not quite what Phillip's saying in the 40. You think uh, Alabama defense going to give up 40, Dad? Yes, they could. I don't think they will. I, 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 that's the reason my first question was about the offense. I knew, man, I knew about the quarterback, but, um, you know, he's awfully. His quarterback's uh, thrown for 2,573 yards, 25 touchdowns, and only three interceptions, yeah. and rushed for almost 600 yards. And so. I wanted to ask you about that offensive line because, you know, Alabama does a good job of, of really getting two people from time to time, and they work on it. They're just better, so I. That was interesting to me. That you know he's he's high on offensively and low on them defensively, Ooh, especially the secondary. I wonder if the week off will help them kind of with their defense a little. Secondary, bit. Secondary, if, if that's that bad, I don't know. Milrow has controllers enough to be. He's Milrow's darn good. He's a better pass than people think. I think yeah, he's a better deep ball. But those guys are also running wide open. He doesn't miss them when they do. Uh, so it should be interesting. It should be a fun game. Hey, Alabama one, go to www.alabama1.org. Uh, you can get a mortgage, you can get the credit card, you can get the car loan, but the best thing is the people. They'll sit down with you, find the best solution for you. Uh, they've done it for me for all three. I love these guys at Alabama One. They are absolutely outstanding. Swing by any one of the local branches or just go to the website alabamaone.org. This is the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny and cool today. Tuscaloosa's high in the middle 50s, around 54. Another freeze likely tonight. Fair with a low at 32. For tomorrow and Friday, sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow 61, the high Friday 67. I'm James Spann of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Today with the Crimson Tide, local high school sports, and Bama in the pros right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker. We'll take this top of the hour break. We'll uh, head down to Skyland Boulevard and check out with Justin and see what's going on at Tuscaloosa Toyota when we get back. We also got Bill Cameron will join us. At 8.15, we'll find out uh, the Auburn Tigers. They were really excited about that victory against Mississippi State, and then maybe they found something offensively. I think it's a little bit more to that to do with the opponent. Uh, when you play an opponent, it's not quite as good. Your quarterback looks better, right? Uh, that's kind of natural. Yeah, I'm amazed at how they're all, all excited about that win. That, uh, <laughs> Mississippi State couldn't beat their grandmother. Yeah, uh, it was funny. I left the game about halftime, and Jack, and I were going to come back that night, and he texted me and said, I'll be back after we're going to roll Tumor's Corner. So I said, well, yet I have plenty of toilet paper left. He hadn't used much of it up this year. So they were rolling the Tumor's Corner. They are, they are, whew, they act like that win was a oh, top yeah, 10 they, win. they carry on. I mean, it's 12 and a half with oh, <laughs> Vanderbilt, and I'm scared of that. All right. Uh, we want that Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern if it doesn't have a yellow tag on it. You don't want it. It's the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. 
From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, two wrecks on the board, one on 2059 westbound, just before exit 89 out at Mercedes. Serious delays. We also have a bad wreck. This is on Alabama 216 near Five Points with lane blockage and delays. It's a brand new month. That means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. I'm Gavin Ray. Join Tom. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Nick Cope. Breaking news in the NFL coming down overnight at 1 a.m. Eastern time. The Raiders fired coach Josh McDaniels and general manager Dave Ziegler after the team started 3-5 and five this season. McDaniels finishes his brief tenure in Vegas at 9-16. and 16. He's still owed more than four years of his contract. Linebackers coach Antonio Pierce has been named the interim head coach and assistant GM Champ Kelly is the interim general manager. In baseball, the Rangers are on the verge of clinching the World Series, winning Game 4 over the Diamondbacks 11-7 to take a 3-1 series lead. First college football playoff rankings were released. Ohio State is number one. Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State finish out the top four. In the NBA, Spurs able to get by the Suns 115-114. Knicks cruise past the Cavaliers 109-91. Clippers all over the Magic 118-102. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Knipper. Andrew's my agent. Let Andrew become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3, over in Northport. Don't just pay the bills. Know exactly what you're paying. Know exactly what you got. Uh, yesterday, I was going to get my tag renewed. I couldn't find my insurance card, so I texted Andrew, hey, I need my insurance card. i got to have proof of insurance. Within two minutes, I had it uh, and had my uh tags renewed and it cost me a absolute fortune uh to do that but uh that's not andrew's fault so give him a call today 205-722-9201 he'll take great care of you andrew kniffer i right, get to the andrew kniffer hotline head down to uh skyland boulevard we're gonna talk a little tuscaloosa toyota i know dad's favorite uh dealership uh he's got that beautiful card from down at the Venza. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly and get Justin Troll in. Good morning, Justin. How are you? Hey, Justin. I'm doing good, guys. How are y'all doing? We're doing good. good. We're good. Uh, we were talking to Ron Higgins and he was telling us about uh, how good this LSU offense is. Uh, Justin, you worried about the game uh, this weekend? Um, not, I, I don't know. I think, I think we're playing better and, and, um, I, I think, I think we'll be fine. I mean, I, you know, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know yet if I got a pulse of this team. You know, it, it depends on how they play. You may get them for a, a good half. You may, I mean, if I can put four quarters together, I mean, I mean, Alabama can be very dangerous and beat anybody, but you just don't know which one you're going to get and when you're going to get it. That's, that's the problem. Yeah, they just figure out a way to win other than that Texas game. I think coaches enjoying this team and, uh, really enjoying figuring out ways for them to, to win. So, uh, should be, should be a fun, 
atmosphere out there Saturday night. But let's talk to, uh, let's talk Tuscaloosa Toyota. Tell us uh, what's going on over there this week, Justin. Yeah, I mean, right now is when Toyota starts pushing, you know, a lot of holiday deals and stuff where there's Toyota-thon. And, and so right now, Toyota has really ramped up uh, production over the last couple months to make it happen. If you come by our lot right now, you'll see well over 100, 100 to 150 new cars sitting on the new car side and about 100 on the used car side. So our inventory is right where it needs to be, you know, for the holiday season as it comes up, if you're looking for a special gift. You know, for somebody that you know, or uh, maybe a child that's turning 16, there's a lot of good used inventory, new cars, special financing right now. So Toyota's made it happen just in time. They always do. And uh, there's a lot of stuff in stock. You don't even have to, you know, used to, you would come and you'd, you'd, you'd look at something online and you'd have to order it. Now we've got it sitting right there in stock for you to look at, test drive it, and you can do you can do all of that before you ever get there, um, except for the test drive right there at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Yeah, maybe Dad will want to buy me a car for Christmas. Uh, if somebody's looking to do something like that, get uh, one of their kids something uh, to put that in the garage. Uh, how how early do they need to do that, Justin, so they have everything ready? So the, uh, I guess it depends on the, the particular car that they want. But uh, just how early do they need to kind of get with you guys to get everything in place to get that done? Yeah, I, I, I talked with somebody about that this weekend. I was like, hey, we just want to make sure all those ducks are in a row before, you know, before Christmas, maybe a week before Christmas that we can get the car. I mean, it just depends. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for something with certain colors and certain equipment and stuff like that, maybe something you reach out to us and we go ahead and get that ball rolling right now so we can make it happen and, and have it there in, in, in plenty of time. But it's really not going to be a problem. There's so much inventory right now that um, we won't have a problem, but – to ease your mind if, if that needs to happen um and we need to get something in particular it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt to go ahead and start doing that you know right now so but a lot of a lot of stuff on the lot so many different models so many different things that you can look at right now and then you can see it right there in our inventory and uh and and, and here's the great thing about it if you go on our website which is so easy to navigate you can pull up any vehicle uh barry and 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 it is so easy to look at pictures and stuff. We post like 75 pictures of every single car, a 360 view. Um, you can find out the equipment, everything you need. You can do a lot of that before you ever come at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Yeah. I've enjoyed mine. It's uh, uh, good. And every, I'm still trying to learn a little bit about how to operate it uh, as far as a dashboard is concerned. But uh, that's just because I'm slow. So, But it's it's great. Justin, uh, does your, is your tire deal over? We had somebody send us a message wanting to know can they still buy three and get one for a dollar? Is that is that ended? The buy three, uh, get one for a dollar ended in November. But you know, if you're anywhere close, uh, needing tires, you know, we turn around and do that thing again in April. Okay. And you know how time flies; it'll be here before you know it. So you know, don't if you didn't do it this time, we'll start that again in April for the whole month. And um, so if you're anywhere in the close needing some tires, it'll be the same deal. You know, buy three, get one for a dollar. Nice. Uh, anything else going on, uh, Justin? Everything good with the family and all? Everything, Everything's good, man. And I hope everything's going good with you. And 
Um, when do y'all when do y'all start basketball? Uh, we uh, we've started practice. We're we're That's deep into it. Uh, we play actually Tuesday night against Oak Mountain, uh, six days away. So uh, Alabama open up on Monday, and uh, Northridge will open up on Tuesday. So it's has Wimp given us an early an early report on what to expect from this Alabama back. Has he been to any of the practices yet? Or yeah, no, I haven't. I'm, I'm, I don't not. go to the practices much. Uh, they're going to have a good team. They're going to be uh, uh, kind of a young team in some degrees. The court guard play is a little bit questionable in that one of them is injured. Sears is not well. And, uh, they got well, does it take, how, how is it, how is it when you, when you have a team and you got to redo the whole team like they've done? You know, how, how many, does it take games? To get jailed. Oh, yeah. I mean, first thing it does, it takes a good recruiting year. You got to get, you got to get the players in the positions that you need them, and hopefully you, you know, sometimes recruiting is not is hard in some cases, but then you make a, you make a, uh, a bad decision on kids because there's so right. many news. Oh, they've got, they've got, you know, they've got some kids who have played. They have got about three or four that play a lot. Yeah, I, think it's a, I think it's a good okay. question though, uh, because when you have so many new guys, yeah, practice is practice, but it takes some time. Coach them in the games, find out what combinations play well together. That's right. Uh, you know, who can do what when the popcorn. Well, that's what the exhibition popping. games are for. Yeah. Uh, well, it's hard to learn. You know, learn those, especially if you have guys out, but. uh I think they are talented, uh, but I think you bring up a good point. So many new guys trying to get them to jail early. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But, uh, everybody's high on this Estrada kid. Uh, so he should be one to watch. So I know everybody's talking about Nelson, but I think Estrada is the best newcomer they got. Uh, hey, the blue plate, the blue plate hit last week, right? It did, man. It's, it's still hot. Six and three. It's still. Well, let's see what it'll do tomorrow. I'll be looking forward to listening. And, yeah, um, you're only good as your next game. So if he loses tomorrow, we'll, we'll have to get on him like that caller was getting on Dabo Sweeney. I can't so. find Ooh. one. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever listen? To, did you topic. ever listen to Dabo? That, no. that thing I sent you. Listen, I, I like. I think. I think Dabo's a great guy. I think Dabo really handled that terribly. To be yeah. honest, with well, you. The, the, the producer should have cut the guy off and Dabo. Yeah. Dabo, uh, and he was trying to do it. He wasn't being disrespectful. He was just giving his opinion. But uh, anyway, well, I think he had a chance to take up for his team and use yeah. it like Coach Saban does. And Coach Saban's real good with that. But I thought Dabo could have done a, a lot better job than he yeah. did on that. One. Yeah. Well, Justin, we appreciate you guys out to us at Toyota. Uh, you guys have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Looking Justin. forward to it, man. You guys have a great week. All right. Yes, no doubt. Go to www.tuscaloosatoyota.com. You can do a lot of that stuff on the Internet there. And he, uh, if you want to get that Christmas gift, uh, it would be a great time to do that. All right, we'll take the break here. We'll get uh, Bill Cameron in find out what's going on down on the plains of the Auburn Tigers. You list the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This season of Alabama football brought to you by Pearl River Resort, Choctaw, Mississippi. Your destination for casino thrills, family fun, and live entertainment. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Kaneka Sausage, a true southern flavor since 1947 and the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Visit online at KanekaSausage.com. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. 
On Tuesday's edition of Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, we were joined by Alabama linebacker Deontay Lawson. Just another opportunity for our team. Um, this is a big game for us, and we just got to do everything we can through the week to prepare. Well, the last time we saw you guys, a great performance against Tennessee. How did the defense get better as the game went on, not allowing any points in the second half? I think we just came together and realized we got to stop making these mistakes. Uh, penalties penalties kind of caught us a little bit. Um, we just came together and tried to execute our job the best we could and found a way to do it. Certainly did, and uh, everyone points to no points for the Vols in the second half, but how important was it in the first half to limit them to some field goals? What's made this red zone defense good? Uh, I think practice. Uh, we work on situation football every day, um, so I think that's a, a big key in it. And to limit them to zero points in the second half is a salute to our defense that we did that. I'll have more in a moment. Favorite jeans, favorite shirt. Got can make a sausage and I'm firing it up. Yeah, everybody knows how to get my grill on. You can smell that flavor up and down the road. It's a little taste of heaven and everybody knows. It's how I get my grill on. Kanaka sausage. It's just a little taste of heaven. If you missed yesterday's edition of Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, catch it on demand on the CTSN YouTube and Facebook platforms. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Kaneka Sausage. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Don't hide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny and cool today. Tuscaloosa's high in the middle 50s, around 54. Another freeze likely tonight. Fair with a low at 32. Or tomorrow and Friday, sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow is 61. The high Friday, 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 34 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Wayne's Pest Control, server over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the great folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Also prepare it here for the winter uh, where it'll... Uh, be beautiful uh, when springtime comes. So let those guys do that for you. Go to Wayne's, uh, dot com, but also uh, 1-800-WAYNES-1 uh, to get $60 off your initial pest control service. All right, uh, we're going to get right here to the Wayne's Pest Control Hotline, 866-WAYNES-1. I drew a blank on that phone number, sorry, 866-WAYNES-1. All right, we'll go down to Auburn, Opelika. Uh, get in... ESPN 106.7, The Drive, down in Auburn, up like a Bill Cameron. Good morning, Bill. How are you, sir? Hey, Bill. Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine, guys. Sorry about that. I had a couple of phone calls that I had to take, and I couldn't get off of them quick enough. But, uh, yeah, doing fine. You guys all right? Everything's hey, good. Yeah, we're okay. Uh, but, uh, uh, well, let me ask you that one. We have a caller, that uh, great caller, Tom. Uh, they calls in, and I did not see it. I don't know that you did. He was talking about the halftime show 
that you guys had in the Ole Miss game. I think that maybe there was some Man, light, the Metallica, yeah. uh, the Metallica yeah. tribute. Uh huh. He is going on and on and on about how great that <laughs> halftime show was. One, he wanted to find out who put that on and wanted you to comment about it, but also. Uh, whoever was responsible for it to tell them what an amazing job that they did. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting thing. As a matter of fact, we had Corey Sperlin, the uh, the marching band director and the associate director of bands, on because Metallica, the band, is doing a promotion uh, nationwide. Um, where, where it, it, it's great. It's promoting bands, but it's also something they're going to use in an upcoming video. Uh, and so, uh, bands from high school, from junior high to high school through the major colleges are competing for prize money. And the, the, the top college band, uh, in their estimation in, in this contest, uh, which is, halftime shows which which are using Metallica songs and they sent out the sheet music so it's all going to be in the same key so I can see a video coming that's got shows from all different bands and things like that but the top college band is going to get $75,000 in equipment and I think the the the, the high school band uh, the top high school band is going to get twenty five to $50,000 or something like that so I mean it's it's great it's a great uh, idea of promoting, of them being able to promote bands, but bands being able to promote Metallica and sort of keeping them viable to, uh, to younger, to lo- younger music fans. So, yeah, and what Auburn did is they had uh, an unbelievable light show where they had everybody had lights on their uniforms that could change colors and it was synchronized with the music and it would make different patterns and and different things lit up as the band was changing positions and things so yeah that definitely was that was the highlight really when you look back at it for for a lot of auburn fans from the old miss game the way that turned out yeah that well that uh from all indication from tom it was terrific um and certainly a good win, and and I don't want to be. I'm not being negative, and I think Auburn was excited to get that win. Uh, Mississippi State is probably not quite as good defensively as they have been for some reason. Um, but uh, is this going to be a case of where they're going to go uh, quarterback wise and stay stay that way for a while and just um, do it a little bit different than they've been doing it? Like oh yeah, it's one of the, one of the things that that Hugh Freeze said when he was asked about it. He said uh, uh, there wasn't really a lot of conversation. He just said, "Hey, here's what we're going to do." And he was talking about the the tempo. We're not going to slow it down anymore. Uh, that that was a calculated gamble to try to keep Auburn in games, and it did. Kept them in the Georgia game, and and uh, you know it kept them close against Ole Miss, but they didn't win. And you could tell he'd been uncomfortable doing that. So the decision was, all right, we're going up tempo. We're gonna we're gonna throw it open in practice. We're gonna see who grabs it. And he said Robbie did some good things, but Peyton is much more comfortable in that type offense. So Peyton Peyton went out there and from the first possession played very well. So I mean Robbie only got I believe two snaps in the entire game. And uh, he'll he'll probably be able to get some more of those if Auburn, you know, gets into the red zone. The problem that Auburn had last week, and it's not a problem, is they scored from outside the red zone uh, two different times. They they didn't, you know, they they had a couple of long touchdown passes, so that's something they hadn't seen all year. But 
No, it's Peyton's job now, and and unless he really struggles, I think it's going to be Peyton's job now for the rest of the year. You know, for me, when I was coaching and things like that came up, I struggled, not struggled, but I wanted to be darn sure that my guys that were not playing were mentally okay. And I think that's so hard. The fans don't realize how hard that is for the mothers and the daddies and the girlfriends and the and the kids uh it, it's a it's a it's a mental deal where things have gone back and forth and it's it's hard oh yeah no no question i mean everybody um uh especially when when you're competing and you've been in there and yeah. feel like well maybe you haven't gotten the opportunity it's going to be tough to do so yeah that it, it's it's really tough to expect the players that aren't out there as much as they would like to be as happy. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that's that's something they have. But um, it it really seemed. I mean, the whole team just was was. It felt like such a load was lifted off of them. Yeah. I mean, Hugh was Hugh was uh, uh, just so happy to be able to be to see a team doing what he'd like to do. And they, uh, let's face it. The, the talent you're playing competition matters too. I mean, sure. um, there, there's not a team, there's not a team in the country that doesn't put up better numbers against lesser competition. That's just the way it is. Sure. Um, we were looking at this too. If the schedule had broken out, if Auburn had played Mississippi State, say after A and M or Vandy after Georgia, uh, they'd they'd have these these four games that they're playing right now. In between, or, or right after the other four, if Auburn had been three and zero, then lost A and M, then beat Mississippi State, then lost to Georgia, then beat Vandy, you know, going three and one, then four and two, then five and three, something like that, then I think folks would have uh, also not been as close to you know jumping off the ledge as playing the the teams that Auburn did with that kind of talent. But this is the this is the identity that Hugh Freeze wants to have. And this is one that he and Philip Montgomery are more comfortable calling. And there's no question it's one that, that Peyton Thorne, and it sure looks like the receivers are more comfortable doing this as well. Uh, I was actually down there, Bill, uh, in Tiger. Well, I didn't realize how small Peyton Thorne is. Uh, they said that's the quarterback. I'm like, he's the quarterback? He's slight. Now, yeah. he's not, he's not short. He's not the, you know, he's not the thickest guy. Um, but, uh, but it's funny. I mean, he's, he's a wiry kind of guy, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, he's, he's not, he's not huge. He, he's definitely every bit of, uh, six, two, but, uh, he looks like he's around, you know, 190 or something. Yeah. But I was impressed, uh, with the crowd. I mean, the student section pretty much, uh, was, was, uh, full, maybe a little bit in the upper deck there, but, uh, for a team that hadn't won a SEC game, these, uh, fans still seem to be hanging in there with this team. The crowd was great, uh, for, for two teams that hadn't played great this year. I thought it was a great turnout. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, now it, it was, uh, there, there were a lot of Halloween parties, so, you know, in the, uh, in the fourth quarter, things started thinning out there in the student section a pretty good bit, but, um, but yeah, I, I was a little concerned about that too, coming in for the exact reason you're talking about. Uh, I did get a chance to go over, um, and watch the basketball team a little bit. Uh, and I know they played Furman, uh, the next day and, uh, beat mm-hmm. those guys pretty good. Uh, what, what trick? The freshman point guard, I think he's supposed to be really good. The kid they got uh, from Atlanta. Talk a little bit about this basketball team. Yeah, Aiden Holloway. Now, now the only thing is we'll, we'll find out maybe a little bit tonight because they've got AUM in an exhibition game tonight. Um, some folks uh, saying they saw him in a boot Uh-oh. yesterday. So uh, it didn't, didn't sound like it was anything serious. But, I mean, may not see him 
for for a little while. But yeah, he's he's really been special. He can he can shoot it too, um, and that's the thing. Uh, I don't think they shot it as well. I didn't get a chance to get over there Saturday uh, for the for that Ole Miss game, and uh, well, not for I mean Saturday and watch the uh, the basketball workout. When I've seen them, they've shot it really well. I don't know that they did as well the other day on that little uh, scrimmage that they were doing, but that's something that I know Bruce is Bruce is really really happy about uh, the the ability these guys have to to score the ball, and that that's something they did from what we understand there. Uh, you know, against Furman, I think they they put up 110, and they shot it extremely well. Janai Broom is is better than he was a year ago, and he was he was pretty darn good when he when he got going down the stretch last year but he's uh he's he's added a little bit more of an outside game to his game he's more your old the your old time um uh, back to the basket uh post whereas they, they've got um uh, in in cheney johnson the transfer from auh they've got a guy that that really i think has been uh almost better than they expected they they knew he was pretty athletic but he really would get after it defensively. So they, they like the depth. Uh, they like their ability to shoot it. I know Bruce's main concern right now is how well are they going to play defense because he feels like there will be more points scored this year. He was talking about the fact that the uh, the old uh, block charge is going to be more block than charge, whereas in the past he thought it was maybe a little bit more charge. Talking about uh, guys um, switching saying he's going to have to rely on players not switching and just playing, you know, sticking with their man. And, and that's his biggest concern right now is does he have enough guys that can can do that consistently? Yeah, two things uh, stood out. One, how many years has K.D. Johnson been there? I thought for sure he was gone dead. He's still there. He's still there. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, he played a year at Georgia. And, yeah, this is his third, this is his third year, I think, folks – People for do they forget about him at times when we're talking about all the players on the yeah. team. It's like, oh, he'll yeah, he'll he'll win for you, or get you beat. Oh one my of the two. goodness! <laughs> I saw him walk out of the tunnel. Says he a coach, and he's no, he's playing still. <laughs> and uh, at the football game, I actually got a chance to uh, the Welders Kitchen got a chance to talk to Coach Pearl. But I was impressed. He was down there on the field before the game, and he even went and sat with the recruits. Uh, he and Steve and the assistants and all. A lot of head coaches head on out of there going home uh, when the game starts. He was right there with them. This guy works uh, works really hard uh, at recruiting and, and promoting this program, doesn't he, Bill? Yeah, Auburn right now they've got they've got three guys at the top of the the primary programs in football, men's basketball, and baseball that you see it seems like at every other event, not just when they have recruits. I mean they they all seem to really support the entire athletic program, and that's uh that that's not normal. I did at least I haven't felt like it's normal through through my years of watching. Sometimes you'd see coaches there. Um, but, but these guys, Bruce, uh, and then Hugh is, is, uh, you know, every, every time he gets a chance, he'll, he'll say if, uh, something about Bruce or Butch. So I think the three of them, um, really, you know, really are working at trying to, you know, help everybody. Yeah. That. Well, I really liked the game because it was my blue plate this past week. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I liked it a lot. So, uh, my question back to football. Uh, twelve and a half points. Um, you got to be ready mentally to play because mm-hmm. Vanderbilt is in the minds of the kids. It's not very good. Um, is is this uh, 
and I, I think defensively, probably they've done the best of, any, of uh, better than they have offensively. Uh, so that's ought to be a plus for them. Talk a little bit about this game at Vanderbilt. Yeah, Van. I mean, well, you know, Vandy can be scrappy. The, I think Clark Lee is bringing in. They've gotten a few guys, especially offensively, that'll catch your eye. I just don't know who's going to be their quarterback this week. Is it going to be the big kid who played last week? Are they going to get Swan back? They've got a really good receiver in Shepard. They've got a few skilled people. They have really struggled defensively. Um, I, I just think right. I think Auburn's feeling pretty good about themselves. They just don't need to feel too good. That's exactly if they, right. If they go up, if they go up there and and make a play or two early, though. Um, I, I think, I think this team, I think this team can get on a bit of a roll here offensively with the defenses that they're facing here, uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, Bill, any thoughts, uh, the, the first college football ranking, pretty much, uh, what we expected, maybe, yeah. maybe Georgia. Some people thought they should be one, but they were two, which is no problem. Uh, there are any, any surprises there for you? No, not really. I figured Oregon would probably be the, uh, the, the top one loss team. I mean, there's still plenty of room. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's interesting. I mean, even, you know, Missouri at 12, if they were to beat at Georgia, which I don't think is going to happen, but if they were, uh, there's no concern. They'll jump up like crazy. The teams are, you know, things are going to work. Things are going to work out. I love looking at the first poll. We were talking about it yesterday. You guys remember, you remember the very first BCS poll? It was uh, nine years ago, back in 2014, the very first one had Mississippi State 1, Florida State 2, Auburn 3, and Ole Miss 4. So, yeah, uh, things can change quite a bit, and they will. It's not going to be that drastic this time, but it's fun when they come out. I mean, we've got five unbeaten teams. Two of them play each other, so we're not going to have that scenario where people were, oh, what's going to happen when you have five? Now, you may have you may have five one-loss teams. Uh, I sort of doubt that, but, I mean, that's where it's going to get interesting. But, but no, it's, it's fun to see where people are, but there's, there's going to be an awful lot of moving between now and the end of the season. I think Auburn yep. gets this game. They'll be bowling, so I think it's a big game for, for Auburn. I think going to Arkansas is going to be tough. Obviously, Alabama is going to be tough. They should – Knock off New Mexico. I think this will probably secure a bowl for them, uh, Bill, which would be be important for them, right? Yeah, it would. It would. And, and we've talked to a couple of the players, and I know some fans will go, you know, who cares about a nothing bowl? I'll tell you who does. Some of these seniors that have never played in a bowl game. Yeah. Uh, that That's really hard to believe. Jalen Simpson has never won a bowl game. I mean, you've got other guys that have transferred in and haven't played. So the fact that the, nobody on this team has won a bowl game at Auburn, and Auburn didn't even make a bowl last year, it means something to them. And and it's also that extra that extra uh, practice time. I know there there are times where you look and feel like maybe it'd be better. Like for Auburn last year, I think it was better with Hugh Freeze coming in that they didn't have the distraction of trying to play in a bowl game like Florida did. And, uh, you know, I mean, they, they were embarrassed themselves in a bowl game and weren't able to spend as much time recruiting. But I think the situation this year is, um, you know, they're, they're doing pretty well recruiting. Now they have the opportunity to maybe bring some kids in and have them watch practice as they get ready for bowls. Uh, so, so it's, it's nothing that I don't think it's anything that any of the coaches or players don't want this year. Yeah. Bill, we appreciate it so much. Tell everybody where they can find you and get all your great stuff. 
Yeah, the drive every day on ESPN 106.7 here in Auburn. Uh, you can check us online, ESPNAU.com, or you can go to RadioAlabama.net and listen live or uh, download the podcast. Let's do them later. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Bill. All right. Appreciate All right, guys, it. have a great week. You too. There's Bill Cameron, ESPN 106.7. All right, just talking about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Have an accident, uh, need some help trying to figure out exactly what direction you need to go. And Prince Glover and Hayes, the people to talk to. Three four five one two three four. They will visit with you on telephone. You can go over the details of what happened. Then you go by 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with them in person. They've been very, very successful. They'll represent you in the correct way. They'll be the kind of people that uh, that you'll be proud of, of uh, in giving you advice. And uh, they want uh, you to win, and they've been winning very big. So hopefully uh, you won't have that problem. But if you do, 345-1234, Prince Clever and Hayes. PrinceLaw.net is the website. Always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. All right, we'll uh, take your phone calls now, 205-342-9904. Uh, I look at some of these games with that as well. I think I may have found one I might try to nudge you towards, uh, with your blue plate. I don't know which games you're looking at, uh, but maybe we'll look at some of these games across the league and across the country, uh, when we get back from break. But once again, I'd love to have your phone call, 205-342-9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9 and see home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Are you a victim? Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We talked to Justin earlier in the hour. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com because they do inventory, use inventory. But more importantly, you can schedule a service uh, right there on the website as well. Uh, get by there today or get by the uh, go by the uh, the website there to, for all your needs there. If you want to get that Christmas card, it's a great time to do it. All right, let's get, uh, go, down to, caller. Yeah, go down to Gulf Shores and get Tim in. Good morning, Tim. Hey, Tim. Good morning, guys. Hey, I'll, I'll be quick. Somebody else know it. I've been listening to a lot of stuff, y'all, so I got a, I got a plethora of things I wanted to bring up. Okay. Mary, I'm not trying to one-up you, okay. but I found this extraordinary when I was visiting my daughter up in Carmel, Indiana. She's got a daughter that goes to Carmel High School, mm-hmm. 5,000 students. Okay. They have won 37 state swim championships in a row. 37 is better than 21. That is crazy. 37. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And and their kids, I mean, you know, Indiana's got a great swim program and Stanford. They all come in there to get these Carmel kids. The guy that started it, I think he might still be there. The guy that started the streak. But but anyway, hey, y'all were just talking about Texas and Oklahoma coming into the SEC and beating each other up. Yeah. Well, hey, how about the Big Ten? How about Oregon, Washington, UCLA, so all those guys going into the Big Ten? Same thing's going to happen, but when we go to 12, it's not going to matter so much. Probably not, but I, I think it's a shame that uh, the Pac-12, I think the Pac-12 is the best league in the country, uh, and for that <laughs> league to, to blow up after this year with great quarterbacks they have, the uh, 
the rivalries and all that. To me, it's you know, you'll never get it back. Uh, it's a shame uh, that that's going away. Oh, yeah. Going yeah. Away. It, it, it is, but it, it's like every time we always have these conversations, it always goes back. But, yeah, just follow the money. I yeah. mean, it's all about TV dollars. But here, let me tell you, here's a point I'd like to, and this is, this is me thinking this will happen. Don't know that it will, but I think this will happen. When we go to 12, and you've got these super conferences starting, when they let one or two three-loss teams into the playoffs, you're going to see games like Alabama versus Chattanooga, Auburn versus Samford. So it's going to go away. Yeah. You can start playing big-name teams anytime you want to and go for the dollars and get on TV more if they do that. There, you know there's going to be some two-loss teams go in there. and and But if they let a couple of three-loss teams, all these coaches and athletic directors can quit worrying about losing one or two games, and they can start scheduling big-name teams. Could happen. Thank you, Tim. All right. Thanks, Tim. All right. Well, let me go one more. Hey, right. I yeah. know your dad's a baseball guy. Watch Corey Seager. Yeah. The guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. The guy's an exceptional hitter. Shortstop. It's worth watching the World Series just to see the Texas shortstop, number five, Corey Seager. Well, he's hit three you home He's already hit three home runs, right, in the World Series. Well, hey, yeah. look, look at what he's done in postseason yeah. play yeah. up until this year. The guy's, he's like the second all-time hitter. Yeah. But anyway, I'll get out of here. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Uh, and Tim was referring, I was talking about Bayside Academy, one, had won 21 straight volleyball championships, got knocked off yesterday. All right, Dick, what you got? Well, I don't have anything. I did, I did want to mention, uh, how much I appreciated two of my players. Yeah. Former players coming, uh, driving all the way from Nashville yesterday. And of course, I live a, once you get to Birmingham, I live another 40 minutes to where, to my house. And, uh, Jim and, and Mark came, and we had uh, a great visit and visited with them for a long time and talked about all things that happened and didn't happen. And it was really nice of them to to come, and I, I really appreciate it. I was, you know, pretty tough on those kids, and they uh, sometimes when you go through tough times, you, after you get through with it, you like it. So that's what they said, too. So I called Derek Fisher. I mean, Derek Fisher. McKee. Uh, Derek McKee. <laughs> I said, I wonder if they're bringing a gun. And, uh, he, and talk, Keith Askins called me. So, anyway, I, I wanted to know, I don't know if they listened to the show today, but I did want to mention how much I appreciated him coming and how much fun we had. And it was uh, real nice of, nice of them to do that. And sure. we really had a really good time. Yeah, uh, Mark put it on Facebook. I was laughing. Oh, uh, yeah, Pete Chilcutt response that reminds me of and he's his comment was reminds me of my recruiting visit to bama y'all were great hosts i started to say well they weren't that good because uh they didn't uh well, Pete the, Chilcutt said that? yeah yeah really uh, well i really tried i really tried recruiting his his uh his dad uh was a teacher or something and, and mother and dad divorced and yeah. i worked my family from, Ute, from utah Chilcutt. alabama and enos whiteley said that Two of Wimp's favorite guards. Everybody knew that knew it. You guys look good. Roll tide, roll for life. Eighty two, eighty three. So it's nice to see Enos Whiteley. We uh, talked about him. How we got your boy Tree. Uh, he comments. Tree is Mark Farmer. Uh, so yeah. Great to see the two of you together. Reminds me of back in the day. Enjoy your time. 
in in town. Right All right, time. Farmer started. Yeah. He's the only guy from Ara. He started the UCLA game. And John Brady uh, said, "Really nice three legends of Bama basketball." So. Uh, getting back together, that's got, that had to be fun. Uh, yeah, it really was. I appreciate them. It was their own idea. They each called me separately and, and, uh, it was, um, I told, I, I kept telling them how long it was going to take them because, of, and boy, when they got here, they said, oh, 280, that's a killer. <laughs> yeah. You got to help Jim, Jim wear that sun out that he's got about playing by. Jim's wanting him to be good so bad that Jim's yeah. got to relax a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. He, he, he only shoots when he has the ball. Yeah. All right. Um, let's look, uh, here at the teams ahead of Alabama. And dad, you tell me if any of them have a chance to lose. Oh, if you're an Alabama fan, you got to look at that. Ohio State. Is on the road. They're at Rutgers. Uh, any chance Ohio State could lose at Rutgers? Rutgers is six and two. There is a chance. Uh, Ohio State has, has come out from under the doldrums several times. Uh, they have Maryland games. A couple others I've watched when I'm watching three at a time. Ohio State will probably win, but it is, it's not going to be a cakewalk. That's for sure. But okay. you know, and they and they will lose when they play Michigan. All right, uh, Texas. <laughs> Uh, with quarterback problems, they play Kansas State, who is also ranked 21. The game is in Austin. Uh, the line is four. Yeah, so that's they... been an amazing line to me. And so I started studying it, and it dawned on me that uh, the quarterback, uh, Texas, is out. Kansas State's good. Uh, I would say, I would say Texas gets bound, but this is not going to be an easy game. Yeah, that's scary. All right, here's one. It's not a game that you have to worry about, but I think you should look at Blue Platon. Arizona State's going to Utah. The line is 11. Arizona State's 2-6. and six. Why is this line only 11? You would think Utah, they're 1-4 and four in the Pac-12. Has Utah got somebody hurt? I think you, yeah, I think they do, and they're kind of beat up. Okay. And uh, maybe a little bit maybe a little bit down on the, the beating they took. Um. That that might be a decent blue play. I hadn't looked at that yeah, one. Yeah, the beating uh, would be why they'll be ready to play, I would say. I think they got some pretty mature kids there at Utah. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Missouri at Georgia. Lines not a bad, not bad. 16, 15, not bad. 15 and a half. Any chance for Missouri yep. to knock off the Bulldogs? I don't think so. There's the chance that for them to cover, maybe. Um, let me tell you something, folks. They do a good job recruiting, and they do a good job of getting ready, and they do a good job of coaching. They just do. Uh, they they know what they're doing. They 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 have they have taken the recruiting page uh, from their their past experiences, and at Alabama, he, the head coach has. And so I, I just think I think Georgia's uh, strength of schedule is going to hurt them some with these people in in the room that day. It really is. Um, I, I just think if they go undefeated, you can't leave them out of the final four. But you could, this is a possibility that that could happen. All right, uh, so we'll see there. Florida State. Uh, we had somebody call in. They thought this could be the week. They're going to Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, not real good. They're two and no. six. Uh, Florida State's a twenty-one and a half point favorite. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, you know, that's that's the kind of games you worry about once you don't think you're ready to play. It's like Auburn going to Vanderbilt. Um, it, it, it's you know, it's a scary game if you're not ready to play. If you're ready to play mentally, you win. 
If you're not ready to play mentally, you have to fight to win. All right, here's a big one here. Washington, who is ranked for the five, they're going to Southern Cal. Uh, been a lot of talk about Southern Cal, the Heisman Trophy candidate, the, the winner. Uh, the line on this is three and a half. Uh, that would be big for Alabama if Washington can lose to USC. Who's the favorite? Who's the favorite? Washington's a three and a half point favorite, uh, at Southern Cal. <laughs> well, it's based on the two losses that Southern Cal has had and hadn't played very well defensively and, and the quarterback that Washington has is very good. I personally, just for me, and that doesn't mean anything. I just think I just think Oregon's better than Washington. That's just my personal opinion. And then the, yeah, Oregon uh, is at home against Cal. No problem there. Oregon, although Cal played uh, USC well, they only lost fifty forty nine, but the uh, lines. 24. I think there's some opportunity. I think USC can knock yeah. off Washington. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm with you. I don't see Missouri, uh, winning, but I do think, uh, there's a possibility that Kansas State can knock off Texas, which would be huge for Alabama. Of course, Alabama's got to take care of best against LSU and none of that stuff matters. So Nick Saban would slap my, uh, hand for me even talking about I was about just, that. I just amazed when Ron tell us about all the offensive weapons that they had. It, it, uh, some of the weapons I didn't realize. I knew about the quarterback, of course, and some of the wideouts, but I didn't know about the offensive line. And, uh, it, you know, they've, they put together a pretty good offensive team. So Phillip may be right. Yeah. If it gets down, uh, to where, uh, LSU's got to go for two to win or whatever. They'll, they'll do it. They'll, they'll oh, do sure. it. They'll play for the win instead yeah, of, you to, got to, instead you of trying to, to win. You got to, got, you got, you got to figure out some way to get to Atlanta. And then when you get to Atlanta, you got to win and then you got to hope. <laughs> you yeah. it's still, it's still with four teams and, and if, if Florida State doesn't lose and, uh, somebody from the Pac-10 is coming because, uh, the winner of Oregon, Washington is going to come. So that's two right there. Yeah. And you know darn well Michigan, Ohio State's going to come. That's three. Uh, the only thing, the only group that's going to be left out, in my opinion, uh, will be, uh, Big 12. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Uh, we'll take this break and come back and wrap up the show. You listen to Tide 100.9 SE Home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, good news, no active wrecks. We do have some heavy traffic, though, on McFarland in the construction area of Northport, all the way from Academy Drive over to 69. If you see other conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. It's a brand-new month. That means brand-new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. I'm Gavin Ray. Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Tomorrow on the Miller's Edge, it is Rush Around the SEC. We'll rush around, take a look at all the other teams and see what's happening in the conference. Plus, we can down Alabama LSU. It's game day. It's a night game in T-Town. Are you ready? Well, we're going to get you ready. Ready or not, here we come. The Miller's Edge on the Tide 100.9. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Yeah! 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny and cool today. Tuscaloosa's high in the middle 50s, around 54. Another freeze likely tonight. Fair with a low at 32. For tomorrow and Friday, sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow is 61. The high Friday, 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 36 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament, Wimp Sanderson, gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. All right, welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I think a great sponsor, Alabama One. We talk about them each and every day. Go to www.alabamaone.org. Uh, want to purchase that vehicle, your dreams, get the loan out at Alabama One. Rates as low as 3.99%. You can get terms out to 84 months. Pay it off whenever you want, but uh, if you string it out 84 months, makes the payment a little bit easier for you, especially with the holiday season right around the corner. Get pre-approved before you shop. That also will help you as you go on the dealership lot. If you don't even want to go anywhere, they have an Alabama One Auto Mall. Uh, you can find the car right there. All right, we got JC tomorrow. Uh, Coach Saban will have his noon, not noon, uh, after practice press conference today. We'll break that down as well. And Dad will have to make his decision on the blue plate special. You're struggling this week to find the game you want, huh? Well, I've, I've got it down to two or three. Those weren't named, uh, in our, in our visit. But, uh, yeah, I, I am. I really Why don't you call Doug, see if he can give you some advice. I think I'm going to pass on that idea. Why don't you take one of Doug's games and go opposite? Yeah, I think, yeah, that might be the best idea. Exactly right. Yeah. Go opposite him. He's, he's, Doug is so bad at picking games. He, he is. Uh, he, uh, he thinks he's real good. He'll so. give you, he'll make it sound great and he'll lose. All right. That's it for today's show. The Gary Harris show. I don't think Gary and Doug should have a pick off. Uh, but Gary's actually a lot better than Doug as well. But, uh, the Gary Harris show is next. So keep it locked in. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.